Oh my God, who is this woman? Oh my God, who is this guy? Like I just tried to enjoy it every minute and not get too overwhelmed by feelings. Oh, universe. This is what I want. Welcome to Equal Parts, a series of true love stories told by the couples themselves. In this season finale, we head to a party in Thailand, where both members of our couple found themselves unexpectedly alone, but blissful in this beautiful setting. Just to warn you, there are a few swears in this episode. Hi, my name is Ty. I am 30. I'm a Londoner. I'm a Stanislav. I come from Munich, Germany. I'm currently full-time mumming, I guess. <laughs> but before I had a baby earlier this year, I did a whole bunch of different stuff in the wellness world. So I read tarot, I do movement meditation events, massage, that kind of thing. I'm a photographer slash barkeeper slash barista, like mainly photographer, but you know, sometimes you have to earn some money somewhere else, especially in the beginnings. We've been together two and a half years officially, but we met nearly three years ago. And there was kind of nobody even remotely in my life from the moment I met him. So, and it just kind of worked out that way. She's just like the most chilled and like understanding person that I ever met. And I think that's what's always the most important for me anyway in a partner. Like, I don't mind what they do and how they do as long as they like have an understanding what that there's another person with other needs or like other things that they want to do. So I really... Appreciate that. <laughs> a few months before I met him, I'd like shaved my hair and just been like, okay, I'm not swearing off men, but I suppose like just raising my bar. I kind of was like, right, no more nonsense. You know, I've had loads of lovely sex adventures all over the world. <laughs> now I'm ready to just hold, as my mum says, like hold and receive. I'm just going to hold and receive and see what comes forward. So that's kind of where I was at where I met him but also at the same time I was on a family holiday I hadn't even taken any condoms because I was like I'm on a family holiday you know this is not this is not about guys this is not about men so that's where I was like in those two places at the same time I was quite in a place of new beginnings my work they ran out of money and I always wanted to travel wanted to to go away for longer than just like you know the odd two weeks or the odd holiday at that time, like, my dad died sadly as well. But it's it's okay, like, it was not like, oh, suddenly. But it's just like came all together and he left me also some money. So I decided with my other best friend who was still, like, living in Munich to visit my, my Thailand friend and just to see how it is, how he lives. And maybe I had a talk before with him, like, if I want to, like, get into the hostel and maybe open a coffee shop or something like that. It was just great, like really the first time I went like far away, climate, people, holiday island, it's just like where I want to be. It was just after New Year and it was a couple of days after, I'd, I'd been on holiday with my family for two weeks and then they'd left and I had a few days on my own and I'd been at a a cambo ceremony. Cambo is this <laughs> like frog poison medicine that it sounds really gnarly but they they kind of make these little burns on your arm and they put this frog poison on your arm. It's kind of this medicine that they use in the Amazon. So I'd been at a ceremony earlier that day doing that. And as you can imagine, it's pretty intense. So like by the afternoon, I was ready to just 
chill and be in my own space. And I had this little bungalow right on the beach. And I just went back there. And that evening was a party at my favorite place to dance to. This is all like in Thailand happening, by the way. So I was like, okay, I really want to go. This is my last chance to dance before I go home. But I'm also really tired. I want to just honor where I'm at. So I'm just going to let myself go to sleep. And if I wake up and go to the party, then great. And if I don't, then it wasn't meant to be. Went to sleep and then woke up in the middle of the night. It was pitch black and I was pretty tired. I was like, oh, I think I'll just go back to sleep. Let me just see what the time is. Looked at my phone and it was 3.33. And when I see like triple or quadruple digits, I always think like, oh my God, yes, I'm in the matrix. My angel's with me. There was just something about the 333 that I was, it just made me like sit bolt up right in bed. And I was like, oh, this is really a sign. I've got to go. Something good is going to happen to me tonight if I go to this party. It was kind of our, our last party. And this party was quite promising because you had to like go on the boat, go to the next bay and quite in like an other feeling than where the other parties just like with a motorbike or like a taxi. So we set like over to the to the other bay uh, with the boat and I left my phone at home and you know like first time like really on a tropical island and over water and party and I just thought like I leave it better at home before I lose it. Like we, we arrived quite early in the party and it was a great party. I, I loved it. Sadly my, my uh, one friend from Munich, he had a bit of a bad time just like alcohol and you know just he didn't have a great time. And my other friend is more like the party talker. So he was just sitting with his girlfriend uh, on the on the side and was just like chatting. And I was just dancing the whole night. Yeah, Edinburgh, the party goes kind of from the night all the way through to the daytime. So you can go there at 3.33 in the morning and, and the party will still be in full swing. Because I've been to this place many times. I, I know a lot of people there. So I thought, yeah, I'll just go on my own because there'll be people there that I know. But actually, there was nobody there that I knew. So I just thought, okay. Most people usually turn up about like seven or eight for a morning dance. So I was just, I think by the time I got there, it was about 4.30. So I was like, I'll just dance on my own for a bit and see how it goes. So I was, yeah, just kind of dancing on my own, just like waiting for the sun to come up, really. My friend didn't feel very well. So they said like they leave now. But I was like, nah, I'm, I'm not done yet. Like last party, I know how to get home. Like you go off, I stay here. Oh God, I can still remember it. Like still makes me smile so much. I just saw walking across the dance floor. I just saw Stanley like, you know, we're in a tropical island. So he was just like topless. He had his sort of Thailand trousers on and his little kind of bum bag. And I was just like, oh my God. And I literally remember the thought went through my head like, oh my God, there goes my dream man. And I was just like, I have to, I have to dance with him. I have to, you know, like, I have to engage with him in some way, like two days before the end of my holiday. So I kind of, I think I was at the bar, I was waiting for a drink. So I just kind of saw him like a, like a wild animal, like through the trees. I was like, oh, and then he was gone. And then I was looking around for him. I couldn't see him anywhere. So I just had to kind of forget about it a little bit. And then maybe like half an hour later when I was dancing, I turned around and he was dancing just behind me on like a little elevated bit. So then I was kind of doing all my, you know, throwing out all my best moves in the hopes that he would notice me. And then eventually I went and like stood next to him. Yeah, out of a sudden like these oh, gorgeous like women were like just standing right next to me and moving like I never saw like someone moving like this before. You know, Germany is quite like very like hard in a way of movement. And then just like these, yeah, jungle princess. 
I just, yeah, and immediately in a way, like fell in love with her movement. It was just like, wow. He smiled at me and I smiled back at him. Normally I'm very bad at, at flirting. So just like, okay, I have to say something. He's like, oh, yeah, you're a good dancer. Oh, yeah, I love your, uh, the way you dance. Oh, I like your dancing. I was like, oh, thanks. I like your face. Oh, I like your face. And I'm just like, <laughs> uh, uh. And he just looked so shocked. I was like, oh, shit, he's probably got a girlfriend. Like, but it's fine. It's fine. I've said it, you know. Then he's like, do you want a cigarette? I was like, oh, no, thanks, because I don't smoke. And then he's like, oh, okay, do you want a lollipop? And it's so funny because when I go to Berlin with my girlfriends, like, I will just, because I don't smoke, I just stash my little bum bag full of lollipops so I can just, like, have something nice to slip in on the dance floor and just, like, dancing away to the technique. So I was just this beautiful man has just offered me a lollipop, like, in my favourite place to dance in the whole world. I was like, what the hell? So I took my lollipop, I was really happy with that. Uh, next question, like, oh, where are you from? Like, oh, London, yeah, I'm from Germany. And then she's like, oh, oh I no, it's my Gesicht. Just like, I like your face in German. Then he looked even more surprised. That I spoke German, I guess. My my face just dropped, just like, oh shit. But then I was just there dancing with my lollipop, like, wow, I love Berlin. I love just just the whole German vibe in general. So not only is this man like tall and beautiful and off me a lollipop and he's dancing, but he's also German. I was like, this can't be real. This can't really be happening. Then we were just like chatting, like not really like deeply or just a bit of chats and more dancing and looking at each other. Ooh. This is really nice. <laughs> like dancing closer, dancing closer. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get a kiss. And then we had a nice kiss. Just remember these kisses was just like like I never kissed that juicy lips before and like so soft. It was just like, wow, <laughs> your lips are so soft. <laughs> I was just like, oh thank you. And um, yeah, I guess because we'd met quite late in the night by this time, like the sun was coming up. So there's this huge, the Eden Bar's kind of built onto the rocks. So we went down onto the rocks and we were like dancing and watching the sun rise over the ocean. And it was like super dreamy. And I was looking at him trying to work out how old is he? Is he the same age as me? I think we're about the same age. I was like, oh, please let him not be like 21 or something. The music stopped and we're like, oh, okay. And I was a bit like, oh, shit, this is now over. Like, what, what is, yeah. Yeah, I would love to hang out with you, but I can't be like, so I didn't want to look like too greedy to like, yeah, 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 I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you just fancy someone from the first minute and you just be like, oh, cool person. Then she just asked what I, what I do the rest of the day. And I really didn't have planned because I also would leave in three days after that. So I was like, oh, do you just want to like hang out with me today? And he was so nonchalant. He was like, mm, yeah, maybe. I was like, okay, cool. Why not? Like, just like, yeah, I think so. I can stay. Like, also, like, I didn't have a phone and my friends were like on the other side of the island. And I also was a bit like, ooh, can I, can I just stay without them like sending like a search troop for me? Or... But then I just decided, ah, last days. Why not just go full in? They will think something like that will be fine. He did end up staying like all day. We just kind of went from beach to beach, like eating and chatting, eating and chatting. Like we, there was that kiss. And then it was just like we were just two people just hanging out and just talking, talking, talking all day long until it finally got to about like, yeah, nine or 10 at night or whatever. I was like, okay, he's clearly not going back to his his bungalow on the other side of the island. So I was like, do you want to stay? And he was like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, great. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love to stay over, but 
first, can you ask someone, can I get a phone? Can I get on Facebook? Can I send a message to my friends? Because another night would be like getting strange. And yeah, luckily, uh, she knew someone who had a phone. I could log in into my Facebook, could write them a message of like, I'm fine. I'm coming tomorrow. And I was a bit like, oh, you know, I danced the whole night. Like I sweated a lot. So I felt in a way very ugly, very like stinky, very like just done, you know, because I really was not had, like, like her who she came at, what, four o'clock or something. I was really there from like 11. <laughs> And then the next day was my last day before I had to catch my flight. And he was like, do you want to come back and stay on the other side of the island with me before you go home? There's another party. So I was like, yeah. So I packed up all my stuff. And then we had another day and night on the other side of the island. And yeah, that evening we went to try and go to this party, but it turned out that it wasn't on. And so we just had this night where we just, we'd taken like sarongs to lie on and we just sat on the beach from about seven in the evening. It was completely deserted because the party was cancelled. Just talking again, just like talking all night long. And I remember watching the constellation of, what is it, Orion kind of move across the hot, like it rose up above the horizon and moved across the whole sky. And I just remember thinking like, oh, universe this is what I want, you know, as like, I know that it might not be this guy because he lives on, you know, in, in another country and I've met him on holiday, but this is what I want, please. Like, this is what, this is what I'm looking for. So if it's not this, something like this, please. And then what I also sort of remember is like, she brought like Star Wars analogies. And I was like, oh my God, who is this woman? Just like such a bay lying next to me and just like casually bringing like Star Wars analogies and phrases of Yoda and like that kind of stuff. And I'm like, wow, who's this cool chick? Like I just tried to enjoy it every minute and not get too overwhelmed by feelings and being like, too like, oh fuck, I love this woman in a way. Uh, just like tried to keep my, my, my feelings a bit like under control. I was just trying to like hold it all really lightly in the hand, you know, and not get too carried away, but also really thinking like, oh my God, who is this guy? And I was looking at him and just just looking at his face. And I was like, it, it felt, it honestly felt like I was just remembering it. It was like I was looking at him and just remembering his face. I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? This is crazy. But also I know that I'm on this beautiful paradise island and lots of magical things happen to me when I'm here. But this feels really amazing, you know? And then the next day, yeah, I left. He wrote his number on a little piece of paper and gave it to me and was like, yeah, stay in touch. I was like, yeah, I will. <laughs> and then I came back to London. My friends were just like joking, like, oh, you found the love of your life. And I just, I was like, no, no, no. That was, it was just holiday romance, nothing uh, particular. I don't have time for that. But then I gave her my number and got this long message of like how beautiful it was at the time. And I brought her back and I was, remember just like my last evening, the whole last night I was just sitting on the terrace. My friend was already sleeping inside the house and I just like stared onto the ocean. I was just like, wow, what happened the last three days? Like, what was that? Like, never experienced that kind of, of feelings or like before. I feel like if anything, there was something about the fact that we were both on holiday 
that is so different. Like when you meet someone when you're away, it's so different to when you meet someone when you're back home. Because when you're at home, like you're thinking, okay, I've got to get up for work tomorrow. And, and you know, maybe that person is like chatting to a few other people or, you know, maybe it's like an app date. So you're, there's kind of like all these other things. It's quite, it's quite rare to sort of meet someone in your home city in that kind of like magical way. Whereas this was just like, I'm just here, you know, I was just, my family had gone, I was just there. And in this place in my life as well, where I was just like, this is me, like unapologetically me. So you kind of end up having these conversations that are so much less guarded. And you just, you know, in a way like you just don't, you just don't give as much of a fuck in a really good way. Because you're like, you know, I'm going home tomorrow. So let's just talk about everything. Let's talk about, you know, how many children do you want? And, you know, what do you like in a relationship? What do you not like? You know, you just talk about you just talk about everything and it's not the same as there's not this kind of like, oh, but like, don't get too, too into me. It's just a first date. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like a date at all. It's not a date. You're actually just, you've just met someone and you're like, hey, let's just hang out until I fly home. <laughs> yeah. And then we just kept in a way casual in, in contact. But also my friend um, decided also to go to Thailand. And so we set, set us like a time of three months until we like have to get every all, all the papers done you know you have to break up a lifetime he was like maybe i'll come to london before or like on my way to back to bangkok i need to practice my english and i genuinely thought he mainly wanted to practice his english and needed somewhere to stay so i was kind of just like oh, okay yeah sure yeah like you can come and stay with me because i still did not know how she felt about me you know like so i just had to sort of like disguise it a bit like i want to see her again but make it casual Bring out bring other reasons. <laughs> yeah, then she picked me up after work, and I wish, like, from the first minute, I wanted to kiss her again. Then we were lying after dinner, like, on the couch, and she started stroking my foot, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she's still interested. Like, ooh, it's not just like a friend. The whole, whole six days, I was just like on cloud seven, uh, cloud nine. Cloud nine is in English. In German, it's, it's cloud seven. That's why I'm always a bit like, Seven, nine. Oh yeah, I know we're in England, so nine. <laughs> Me of a few years ago would have been like, oh my God, I love you. Like, I'm just going to come to Thailand with you. But I had a long distance relationship a few years before this. That was my last one before this one. And it ended really badly. And so I felt much more kind of defended about the idea of falling for someone in that long distance setting where one of you or both of you are either like always on holiday and, and it being like quite a different dynamic. And so I was much more like defended of my heart, even though I was really open with him, the inner recesses of my heart, let's say, I still was kind of like, I need to, I don't want to, I don't want to say I love you and then realize when I get to know you more that actually I don't or vice versa, you know, that's awful. Yeah, I just like realized I love her and uh, it wasn't this moment of like, you know, my life, just this new everything is just like why not just tell her and i mean that's how i feel like i can't like not feel my feelings at the end of the time when he was in london he said i love you just silence you know just like dead silence and i was like oh god what am i gonna say because it didn't freak me out because i felt like i could feel those feelings too but I don't want to say it too soon because we've only spent like, you know, seven or eight days in each other's company ever. And you tell someone that you love them and it was dark and we just like kind of went to bed. So I couldn't see her face and just like dead silence and it got like longer and longer and just like awkward and just be like, okay, 
did I destroy everything? And then he was like, okay, good night. I was like, no, 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 you can't say good night. You can't say something like that and then say good night. You can't just like leave me with that. I'm like, you leaving me with that, you know? <laughs> I was like, no, no, thank you for saying that. And, you know, eyes can't lie is what I said. And that we'd just been spent so much time just gazing into each other's eyes. I was just like, eyes can't lie. And yeah, specifically, I remember there was this one time where we were just looking at each other and I realized like, wow, there's nothing between his eyes and his soul. Like it's just open, you know, you know, so often you go on a date and you meet someone you you want to connect and you want to feel like, oh, this could be a something really beautiful. But often people kind of have this, like, there's something that holds them back from really opening up to that. And I felt like that when we would look at each other, there was just nothing in between. There was nothing in the way. I knew that she, like, has the same feelings, but she can't, like, voice it. And I was okay with that because, you know, I didn't say to hear it back. I said it because I felt it, and that was the main reason why I wanted to say it. Yeah, I just left with this super nice, warm feeling and this super excitement of like a new country, but still like, oh wow, I met the girl of my life in a way. I went to see him in Thailand two months after that, so in May, which was when we finally became a couple, you know, and oh my God, it was just like the dreamiest two weeks of my life. I'd been there for about three days and we came back from this party and, you know, even just when I arrived, he'd already like, you know, bought the weed and the fruit and the food and had just had made such an effort. And we got back from this party and he like brought me some food and I was just like thinking, oh yeah, I love this about him. I love this. I love everything about him. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I love him. And it was like this internal realization of like, oh my God, I do. I actually do. And then we'd be, yeah, we'd be at this party, obviously, Thailand, humidity, and he has long hair. So he was like, oh, I really need to have a shower. I don't want to wash my hair and dry it. I was like, I can dry it for you if you like. And he was like, really, would you? I was like, yeah, of course. So he went and had his shower and I was sitting there like, oh my God, I love him. I love him. This is great. And then he came out of the shower and I was blow drying his hair. And just, he was just like, you know, when you see like a cat that's being brushed and the cat's like, oh, I'm loving this. He was just sitting there like, and I was brushing and blow drying. And so we weren't talking. There was just this golden kind of light just sort of descended into my heart. And I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm fully in it. Like, I'm fully, fully in it. And from that point onwards, like until now, I just completely have been. And I didn't, I should have just said it then. I should, because he'd already said it to me. Like, I should have just said, I love you. But I was like, I'm going to wait until he says it again. We went to, to the other side of the island where we met and had just like these magical, really magical days. Every day was just perfect. We were playing this, doing these uh, questions. There's like 36 questions to fall in love to, but they're really great questions as well. You could just do them even with a friend. In a way, we knew all that what the other questions were about. We knew already because we were so chatty and so like, it was not like, wow, really? That's how you, like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. And like, oh, yeah, I could hear that already. We got to the question that was like, if you died tomorrow, is there anything that you would regret having not said to someone? And I was like, you go first. In a way, I, I thought there's none because I said th that I loved her. So I was like, uh, there's nothing. But then I just thought, like, I have to say something. And he was like, 
well, you know, you like, you know how I feel. And I was like, what do you mean? You actually know what I want to say because I wanted to hear it from her. Like she did, she already heard it from me. But then she was like, you say first. So just said more like how much I love her rather than that I love her because then she knew already. Oh my God, I love you too. I love you too. I love you too. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was it. Then we both said it. We went back to the same bar, like Eden Bar, for an, a night, a party that night. And we were just like, just so fully in our love. And then when we got back to our bungalow, he was like, um, okay, so yeah, I mean, I got to move to London. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I wasn't going to pressure you because you've literally just arrived in Thailand, but when are you coming? And then three months after that, he moved to London. Yeah, you're just like new. You want to be forever. And it's just been great. There's not been a single moment where I've been like, oh shit, we've done anything too fast or too soon, even though by some people's standards, you know, we move like super, super quick lightning speed, but it's just felt so right and sort of like a well why wait you know like why waste time we're just going to want to be together all the time so let's just be together all the time equal parts is produced by me maria passingham this is sadly the end of season two but i hope to return with a third season in the future if you have a unique meeting story i would love to hear it please get in touch via equalpartspodcast.co.uk Ty and Stanislav, thank you so much for sharing your dreamy tale. And thank you to all of the couples who took part this season. Equal Parts features music from Audio Network and artwork from a range of illustrators and designers. This week, Mar Bertrand produced a vibrant piece that really captures the feel of Ty and Stanislav's meeting. Search for hashtag Equal Parts Podcast on socials to find it in your feed. Or go to equalpartspodcast.co.uk to see all of the artwork from season one and season two. A big thank you to all of the artists who created work for this podcast. And to Fran Marchese, who designed the Equal Parts logo. I also want to thank Sophie Shin for her help behind the scenes. Thank you all. And thank you for listening. I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review or rating on Apple Podcasts. Or just share the podcast with someone that you think will enjoy it. Okay, bye for now.